0: And right now, we are going to go live and talk about the character of Gamora from Gardens of the Galaxy. Let's roll. Hello everybody, my name is Rob. This is the official Rob Glasser Network. If you haven't yet, please go subscribe on YouTube and Twitch. And we're coming to you live from Ultra Universe Live, the uh, category or the series that covers all things nerdy and geeky. And today we're going to go over a character whom we all love from the Garden of the Galaxy movies. Interested to see what uh, we get from her in the future. Uh, excuse me. <sighs> it is the character of Gamora, who has been played by multiple actresses. Um, and who has played a key role in the Guardians of the Galaxy, comics, movies, and more. She was a former former Ziho Bere assa- assassin and a former member of the Guardians of the Galaxy. She became the adopted daughter of Thanos and adopted sister of Nebula after he killed half of her race. Gamora saved him for years before betraying him in an attempt to free herself from his ways. She was hired to steal the orb, we know that from the movie, and after becoming involved in the quest for the orb, She befriended the other members of the Guardians of the Galaxy. After the Battle of Xandar, she left to work with them all. Having made a deal with the Sovereign to kill the Abelisk, Gamora was able to regain custody of Nebula, and with the intention of finally bringing her to justice in Xandar. However, her mission to punish Nebula was delayed when Gamora and the Guardians came in contact with Ego, the long-lost father of Star-Lord. While Ego claimed he simply wanted to bond with the Sun, Gamora was suspicious, and alongside Nebula, who had freed herself discovered Ego's evil intention to destroy and rebuild the universe. Upon the discovery, the Guardians teamed up to destroy the planet, succeeding with the help of Mantis, who joined the group, but at the cost of Yandu Udanta sacrificing his life. After Udanta's death, Gamora finally confessed that she had romantic feeling for Star-Lord and started her relationship with him. Four years later, Gamora and the Guardians intercepted a distress call sent by the Asgardians. Thor warned them about Thanos. I began searching for the Infinity Stones himself, realizing what Thanos intended to do with them. Gamora led her friends to knowledge to nowhere to procure the Aether, only for both it and Gamora to be captured by Thanos himself. Thanos took Gamora to Vormir, where he sacrificed her against her will in order to obtain the Soul Stone, a process that trapped Gamora's soul inside the soul world. Now, while many of that seems like it came strictly out of the movies we saw, this was also part of the story in the books. Her major appearances, as we know, Guardians 1 and 2, Avengers Infinity War, and Endgame. uh, Indirectly mentioned in Thor Love and Thunder, and she will be in the Guardians movie, Volume 3. Uh, She's in a drawing on the TV series I Am Groot, and a picture in She-Hulk Attorney at Law. She's also in the TV movie The Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, as well as way too many comics and books to go over. So excuse me we just went through basically her entire life. If you want to know more, um, let me put this article. this is from the wiki uh, Marvel fan page at fandom.com. you can trace it all through but rather in, rather than going through everything again in minor detail because really we know all this, Let's talk some of what fandom says is her personality. Gamora throughout most of her life has been molded into a living weapon, and the only family that she knew and raised her are the people she considered enemies. Because of her assassin background, Gamora can be stoic, distant, and merciless to her foes or targets. Her reputation as the most deadly woman in the galaxy precedes her. As Rocket Raccoon once stated, anyone who is anyone knows who she is. While she was an equal level of criminal to the rest of her teammates when they first met Gamora, valued honor greatly and held Starler with disdain for being a dishonorable thief alone. However, she was willing to work with the Guardians of the Galaxy to escape Kiln, the prison they were put in in both the comics and the movie, and sell the orb through she was monumentally ir- irritated by them, Drax in particular. Yeah, she wasn't really fond of them at the beginning, but her uh, basically putting up a guard... Kept her, well, kept her as she was or is for the time. During combat, she is known to be aggressive and relentless, or ruthless, due to her tendency for war cries and her willingness to kill without restraint. However, she will often use strategy to avoid murdering people, which is very nice, when possible, such as flirting with Quill to steal the orb, only resorting to killing him when it becomes clear that Quill wasn't going to surrender, or the fact that he might sell it to someone dangerous like the Broker or Ronin if he managed to escape. Within the kiln, Gamora was almost killed by Drax and Molokar Dar, but she only restrained them instead of killing them and non-lethally incapac- incapacitates the guards when they were trying to escape. Um, while arguing with Nebula at one point, Gamora said the difference between her and Nebula was that she took long, murdering her victim, showing that she lacks the sadistic desire for painful death that Nebula had. We all know the character of Nebula, pretty much just straight, bad ass, and didn't really hold back, and was okay killing multiple people for no apparent reason, because she was, for all purposes, a bad guy. Until later, maybe more so the second movie. Or maybe by the end of Endgame. Who knows? Sounds would you agree. So, she was a strong character. Now, her powers. She has the physiology and bionic enhancement that the Zohibari gain as a people. Uh, superhuman strength was her first one. She is able to lift, carry, and well, beat up most things that are larger than her. Obviously, a good help when it comes to fighting. Enhanced durability. Most things won't phase her, most things won't harm her, and apparently very little kills her unless, well, physically dropped off a cliff to be sold as your soul. But that's a different story. Superhuman agility. Now, many characters in the Marvel have this. Uh, people like Hulk, people like, I don't know, Thor, theoretically. Um, and I say those two because they don't have anything on them other than their bodies, like Gamora, to have the ability to be fast, agile, and, well, good at their job. Enhanced stamina, enhanced reflexes, and a a regenerative healing factor only seen with the likes of, let's say, Logan, a.k.a. Wolverine. So of her abilities. She's a master combatant, as we've so many seen already. She's a master with the sword and an expert marksman. So whether she wants to battle with her hands or use a weapon, it doesn't matter, she can do it. Of course, we already talked about her being a master assassin, but she is also a pilot and multilinguist, meaning she pretty much knows all fluent languages throughout the Marvel galaxy, which probably helps when you're trying to, um, I don't know, get in somewhere, or maybe overhear somebody talking. It's a pretty cool uh, skill to have. You know of her weapons we're not gonna go through there, you know of her ships as well, Excuse me. Of course, we talked about her allies and family already. Some trivia that they had here. In the comics, Gamora possesses different physical characteristics, such as green hair and yellow patch-like tattoos over her eyes, and she was eventually entrusted to protect the Time Gem, a.k.a. the Time Stone. Of all of his adopted children, Thanos generally loved Gamora to the extent that not only did he hope that she would inherit the throne one day, but he also genuinely mourned her death after he was forced to sacrifice her to the Soul Stone on Vormir. Not sure how much you love her if you sacrificed her, but okay, good for her? Him? I don't know. But it's kind of cool that in the comics she held the Time Stone because not everybody's allowed to do that, and most of the people that were in charge of the stones, well, you had to be high ranked, and to be honest, compared to other characters in Marvel, she's not really at the rank that you would expect. Some of the behind the scenes from the movie come uh, from Zoe Saldana. She described Gamora in her terms as a warrior, an assassin, and very lethal. But what saves her is the same thing that can doom her. She has a sense of righteousness. She's a very righteous individual. That's kind of neat. Obviously, she plays the character. will be playing the character. We'll see how long she continues. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, uh, as she goes. However, she wasn't the original choice as Olivia Wilde, Amanda Seyfried, and car- uh, actresses like Rosario Darson, uh, Gina Carino, and others were auditioning before she got the role. Um, she had three stunt doubles, Chloe Bruce, Leanne Telford, and Bethany Levy, and Anna Shepard, all for her roles in the movie. Um, and she had stand-ins, Abedemi Sobande, Eli Logue, and Anna Elizabeth, Probably for back scenes, outside scenes, not close-ups there. However, I'm not really sure why you need to stand-in for it if you're just kind of chilling. But maybe there's a reason. Let me know if you guys know, because I don't. Obviously, if you're interested in this character, let me know. We can go over characters like Nebula, which we talked about today, Star-Lord, Thanos, Mantis, or more. There's so many Guardians, not just the ones we know from uh, the movies or from the books. But there's other versions of the (laughs) Guardians. But there's other versions of the Guardians, excuse me. Um, Thor was even part of them as well. And I don't think it was just for the movie, but we'll leave it there. What was your favorite thing about the character of Gamora? Excuse me. Pretty badass individual. Somebody you would not want to meet in a dark alley for sure, unless she was on your team. And yeah, she is definitely a character that Marvel likes to do of having various backstories. A lot of the characters in the Marvel Universe have kind of a tragic back, which gives them more of a reason to do what they're doing. In her case, however, I don't think she ever lost her, uh, you know, intensity to, you know, beat people up, but luckily she is for now on the good guys' side. So that is a plus one for the Marvel heroes. All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Whether it was the Epcot track review ride earlier or Gamora right now, let us know what your favorite was. You can uh, chat with us right now live or on replay. Thanks to everybody on live, YouTube, Twitch. Hit that subscribe. We're on Discord and post. All that stuff will be put in the bottom. As always, thank you so much for watching. We appreciate you and stay curious. Bye, guys.